Welcome back to the Jordan Diet Mini Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. In this episode, I speak with a young man named James, who turned out to be very kind and funny. Uh, we spoke on Instagram very briefly, and he had asked me for some ideas and my thoughts on what to do workout-wise and fitness-wise during the quarantine. Uh, we went off on a little bit of a tangent and had a great discussion, and uh, we had a great chat about sort of both of our thoughts and ideas about what might be a good way to approach the quarantine, and uh, as a result of this conversation, I think I'll do more episodes just on how you can improve your fitness and mindset and nutrition and overall health during this quarantine. So have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. James, what's going on, man? Nothing much. How are you? I'm pretty well, man. Thank you for uh, thank you for getting on the call with me. I really appreciate you taking the time. No problem. So talk to me, man. What's uh, what's going on? I mean, actually, so just for some like background, because for everyone who will hopefully be listening to this, you and I have never spoken before. We had like one uh, interaction on Instagram DM. So just do me a favor, just like tell me a little bit about you, like where you're from, what's going on. I know all this. Uh, the coronavirus is just absolutely insanity right now. I'm, I'm based in New York, but tell me what's going on with you. Yeah, so I'm from Ohio. I currently live in Pennsylvania. I live in like rural Pennsylvania. I work in student affairs. Um, so obviously that's, we all have to work from home. Um, I mean, the isolation thing, just being in this rural of an area, like you can walk around and you won't really go near many people, you know, <clears throat> just got, in general. Yep. So that's not changing a whole lot other than like the gym fully closing, which some people in my town are taking like really hard, um, yep. <laughs> like really hard. So like they even, you know how in some States this past week, it was like, you know, you need to shut down, but we're not going to make you basically. And the gym even stayed open and people kept going. Oh, and wow. I didn't, but then which was what, you know, like I'm sitting at home and I'm watching an Instagram, people filtering in like, you know, they would post stories or whatever <laughs> and people are just going about their business, you know. And then Sunday, the governor of Pennsylvania said you have to close non-essential businesses or you're going to basically pay some sort of fine or something. So they actually did close. Got it. OK. Um, I'm 27. Uh I mean, that's kind of my general background, I guess. Amazing. I, dude, thank you. I appreciate it. So so talk to me. Tell me, like, I don't want to put any words in your mouth. I know you DM'd me asking for some advice during the quarantine. I was like, you know what? This would probably help a lot of people. So any questions you have about the quarantine or anything going on from a fitness perspective, I'm more than happy to help. Okay. So I think we can probably start, like, from a while ago. So... I in I graduated college in 2015. Well, oh God, that's a long time ago now. But um, <laughs> at that time, and it was funny, Jordan. I thought I thought of you at that time, actually, even that long ago. I like I didn't even really notice my weight had gone up. You know, like because everybody's drinking, everybody's eating crazy. Nobody like I was lifting, whatever. You know, but like. You go in, do a couple bench presses, walk around, have fun, then go home. You know, like that's just what we did. So like I thought like, all right, well, I'm doing that pretty much, what, five days a week? Absolutely not on Saturday and Sunday. But like so like that's just kind of what we did, you know, and like and I went to a college in a, like a really rural area, too, also. But anyway, so 
you know, like, and then, but you know what was like a moment was my graduation photos. I was like, wow, like I never want to see these. My first of all, my hair was a disaster. Uh, <laughs> and then just like looking at me, I'm like, wow. And you know, what was a moment like I probably two or three weeks. Cause I think like as college was ending the last semester, I wasn't in a situation where people sometimes are in where it's like you do internship the summer before your senior year. And basically you're handed a job, you know, like you proved your worth, you got it through senior year, don't worry about it. I really think I gained a lot of weight spring semester because just of nerves, you know, and like I never really thought of it at the time. But now thinking back, like if you don't have a job lined up and other people do and people are asking you, like, what are you going to do? And I had really no idea what I was going to do. So I think that kind of did it, too. And then like. I mean, you know, at college, like if you want to drink Tuesday, you can find somebody, you know, like (laughs) at any night of the week, any day, any during the day, especially senior year when you're kind of, you know, it, you're done a small school. The teachers know you're done. Like it's just kind of stay out of our way till graduation. So that's what we did. But anyway, the part of it I thought back to was I stepped on a scale one time and I had no idea what was going on. I stepped on it and the number that popped up, I felt so bad. I'm like, oh, there's no way that scale could be right. Like, I'm not even worrying about that. And I didn't look at a scale for like probably a year. And then I got to a point where I was weighing myself all the time. And I would, but like at that moment, I'm like, oh, who cares? Like that scale's not even like, doesn't even work right. Like I know it's old. Nobody goes on at my house. Don't even worry about it. But then like I got to a point in this whole years of this weight loss thing because I, then I would get on every day and I'd be like, damn it. Like that didn't do, that doesn't say what I want. Like, or I worked out so hard yesterday. Why is it not going down? And so it's funny, like at the beginning, I'm like, no way. I don't even really care about that. But then I got to a phase where I'm like, I'm really upset about that. Not saying what I wanted to say, you know, it's funny to look back and think about that. Yeah, absolutely. And then like, so I started real high, but like, during those after college years, like, I mean, you know, two or three years after college, you're still drinking every weekend. You're kind of like still kind of rekindling the glory days a little bit. You're still weddings and yada, yada, yada. Like, so I wasn't full tilt going at it, but I like had some (laughs) sort of idea, you know, to where it was like, all right, let's try to make something work here. Um, so then like I got down, you know, I got, I started at two thirty eight, and, I, I, like everyone else did at 190, you're like, I physically can't be under 190. You know, I don't have the frame. That's just something you tell yourself. Then 180, you're like, I can't, which took a long ass time, by the way, a long ass time because I was still drinking, partying, you know, the whole nine yards. I don't really have like a plan till I would say like a year ago, two years ago. But, and like, I just didn't know all this information either. Like I didn't know ketchup had a ton of sugar in it. Like where I grew up, that's what everybody ate. You know what I'm saying? Cereal ice cream like I knew it was kind of junk food but I didn't know the extent of it like so I mean during that process too I wouldn't say like and it was a long time it was a real long time probably those five years I would say four years I guess that's why I'm looking back but uh like I got like I would say for a year and a half I didn't eat pizza like I just got afraid of it you know you can't live your life like that you know like I just refused to eat it and like I was a person where like Wednesday and and no one wants to be this person Wednesday at work someone's birthday you don't eat a piece of cake you know you get like weird looks you get but like you just don't fit in you know yeah yeah and and you feel 
like constantly restricted and you feel like an outlier. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I'm talking, and then, so this, then I got like kind of, and going in direction with workouts and stuff. And like for like two, three years, I was grinding myself to the absolute bone, like 6am every Monday through Friday. And I was staying up too late. I wasn't, I was staying up till like 1130 and like not understanding what the sleep effect was that like, I was probably hurt shooting myself in the foot. I definitely was working hard, not working harder and not smarter. So like had a, dealt with that for a long, long time. Then two years ago, I, I was like, you know what? Like, let me go for the superficial goal of getting abs. And like, I pretty much did it. Like I got it. And it, that was like one of the worst four months of my life. Like I weighed probably like, I don't even remember 160 maybe. I whittled down to like 151. I was wow. miserable every day. Like I ate like turkey, vegetables, and like avocado twice a day. Like, and that was pretty <laughs> much it, you know? Like everyone at work's like, and by like six o'clock, I'm ready to rip someone's head off. Like I'm fasting till 12. Like I'm like, okay. Like, but it was, I mean, working to an extent, you know? So then I got that goal. And then, you know, I realized, Jordan, your post was right. You're like, newsflash nobody cares like (laughs) nobody sent me a snap being like i want to date you now because the way you look like legitimately nobody cares i listened to this podcast the other day by um whoop podcast for don saladino he was like here's the drill general population you don't need to be on the cover of men's health (laughs) why are you all trying to do that like you just to be happy and live your life like you don't look at instagram look at a guy with eight pack and be like why don't i need to look like that like and then, like, I just knew that wasn't sustainable. And then, you know, it was, the, like, actually what I'm still battling now. So I got down there. I'm like, okay, I took these photos. Got my goal. What do I do now? Like, I can't continue to live like this. This is crazy. But the thing that hurt me was when I did get there and I was floating real low, 150, 160. Every, people I'd see, oh, you look great, but you're too thin. I'm like, I just spent years of my life trying to do now like and that's guys i know you know like you you look like a skeleton you're super thin like you why'd you lose that much weight i'm like are you kidding me like i just killed myself for such a long time to do this (laughs) and now like you guys are saying that and that hurts you know as a man like the same thing happened to me with with men and women i remember when i was at my leanest people would be like no no you're you're too skinny now I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, I have abs. Like, yeah, yeah no, you, you just look too skinny. I, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's so funny. Like, on either end of the spectrum, people are going to be coming at you no matter what. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, well, maybe they're wrong. Maybe I'm right. You know what? Maybe these people are right. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, I didn't know for a while, you know? And then one day, I was still like, I don't even know, low 50s. I'm like, all right, forget this. Like, I can't live like this. So I'm just like, whatever, and immediately jump back to like, I don't even know, 160. I'm like, okay, I was basically cutting eight pounds of my life every day for a month. I was like, that couldn't have been healthy that I just jumped back to one. I was like, okay, like I have to. (laughs) And it took me a long, long time to get up every morning, weigh myself and not be upset that it says like 165 every day, you know, because I was in that mindset for a long time to always be trying to lose. And then everyone's like, okay, you got to get bigger. You got to get bigger. And so then like, obviously the thing you look at, I guess I'm talking a lot pretty fast, but you look at Instagram and it's like, no, 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 dude, you need to eat everything in sight. 
And then other people are like, no, dude, you need to eat only X, Y, Z. And then <laughs> at these certain times, I'm like, okay, well, I'm getting a bunch of advice. And like, I don't know to sift through all this. Like, uh, and there is people out there who are like, I have to get up to 240. I'm going to eat cereal, junk food, whatever. Like, it's all about calories. You've got to get calories. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't <laughs> think that eating junk food is the healthiest thing. Like, I, like, I really don't know. But that I'm like, okay, like, so that's where I've been for a long time. Like I've stayed like in 165 and I'm happy there. And I'm like, but should I be getting bigger? Should I like try to be eating a lot more? But I feel like I'm eating a lot now. But like, am I meant to be this big person? Am I like, I don't know, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so that I think that kind of leads in to where it's like I had this routine every day of lifting at 630 in the morning, going to work, going to bed at whatever it's earlier, understanding, you know, like in such a solid routine for a long time with this coming up, that's over, you know, like I don't have to get up that early anymore because of the commute. I don't have to do that type of thing. And so then I think like I'm looking and I think a lot of people are approaching, like, I, I guess this is a big statement, but I guess a lot of people, I think a lot of people are approaching this quarantine like the wrong way. It's like, I'm just literally going to lay on my couch for 12 hours a day. I'm like, I don't think that's the way to go. You know, <laughs> like I, I, I was like, I think you have to work out. I think you have to go outside, stay away from people, but you have to get sunlight. You have to, you know, and everybody's like, I'm everybody's texting me, like making joke, like I'm going to get fat, like, you know, not moving and eating wrong and just be depressed and eat the wrong food. I'm like, I don't think that's the best approach. So that was my concern of like, and, but you know what the thing was, I did even just starting this week, I did four at home workouts and I don't know, like if you know much about the whoop, but it's this new fitness tracking device. It's based out of Boston. My rate, my, so it gives you like workout score. It's like based on your heart rate, basically oh, my nice. old work. Yeah. My old workout at the gym would give me like a six or a seven. My workout at home would give me a six or a seven. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. Like, how is this the same score? Like, it, it's honestly probably even higher. I'm like, I would go to the gym for so long doing all this stuff, and it's the same rating. And I've been doing this at home, eating the exact same way, having gained or lost a pound. I'm like, I could, I, it's not that I couldn't believe it, but it's more so just like kind of surprising. Yeah, I, I very much get it. And, you know, I think one of the things about this is, when people work out at the gym, they generally have maybe one or two goals, usually like the same style of goal, building muscle, getting stronger. And when they hear like building muscle, getting stronger, oftentimes they'll think deadlifts or chin-ups or bench press or whatever it is. And when all of a sudden those are removed from the equation, they freak out because oh, yeah. in their mind, in their current reality those are the only way to improve and to get better and to get stronger i went through something similar when i stopped competitive powerlifting for the better part of a decade my main workouts were just powerlifting that's all i did because i wanted to be the best powerlifter in the world and when i stopped competitive powerlifting i had a like an existential crisis and especially with lifting i was like well what am i going to do because in my mind anything that wasn't powerlifting was almost like wrong and so I feel like people think, well, if I can't go to the gym, if I can't deadlift, if I can't squat, if I can't bench press, then what I'm doing is wrong or it's not working. And I got in a little tiff on Twitter today 
because I was giving people ideas around how to get stronger at home through home workouts during the quarantine. And someone wrote, no, 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 I, I like you, but you're wrong. You can't get stronger just doing body weight. And I just as a quick example, I said, so if someone starts the quarantine doing five push-ups, and by the end of the quarantine, they can do 20 push-ups, did they not get stronger? And they're like, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. And the point being is strength is a skill. And any skill that you practice, you will improve. Any skill that you don't practice, you won't improve, and you'll actually you'll you'll get worse. So if you're only basing your strength or your fitness based off of one movement or several exercises, then you're handicapping yourself. If you're not going to be deadlifting, if you're not going to be benching, then yes, those will not improve. But why not focus on other aspects of fitness through home workouts, whether it's push-ups, whether it's your mile time, whether it's getting more push-ups in X amount of time, whether it's pistol squats. I mean, there are so many things that you can do and improve on to handicap yourself and to pigeonhole yourself into a couple of exercises at the gym. It's massively, massively disingenuous. And you're going to end up doing what you said, which is, well, I'm just going to do nothing at all, which is that's the worst decision. Yeah. And I think that like, and I went through a similar thing too, for a long time at the gym. Like I, I couldn't go in and do like, I mean, you, I mean, obviously, you know, like one chest workout, which is like, you know, heavy dumbbell press, then some flies, then some cable crosses. I mean, it's like basic, you know, and then just go home. I could not do that. I had to do like that plus 20 minutes of walking lunges or that plus battle ropes or some sort of conditioning like that. And I did that for like years and years and years and years. I'm like, there's no way you can just lose weight, just regular lifting like I see other people doing. And it took me a long, long time to be able to just do regular lifting and then go home and not and not feel like I have an itch I just can't scratch. Like, <laughs> yep. and uh, so it, that was hard to get over that hump of like, that conditioning aspect. Totally understand that. Um, yeah. And I think that like, and I don't know the person, that person on Twitter, like, then how would you explain these people in prison? Like these people in prison are like ripped, you know, like and what they don't have weights really. They don't have much like they're doing in their, they don't have any room, you know? I, I think some of the best examples are gymnasts. Uh, gymnasts. If you look at any gymnastics training program, they're not lifting weights. And if they are, it's usually actually oftentimes very light weights for other purposes. Most gymnastics programs are purely body weight focused. Um, you can also look at, I think another great example of this is figure skaters. You know, you see figure skaters doing, n never mind the fact that they're on freaking ice and they're balancing and they're skating around, but they're also doing these insane holds and essentially gymnastics on ice. You don't see an overweight figure skater. Like they're very lean, they're very strong. And again, the majority of their workouts are all body weight and focused on figure skating. And this goes back to the whole strength is a skill, right? What you practice, you improve. What you won't, you won't. Or what you don't, you won't. So it really comes down to really helping people understand that, as cliche as it sounds, something is always better than nothing. And if you pigeonhole yourself into thinking that, the only way to improve in strength or muscle or fitness is to deadlift and squat and do these things at the gym, then you're going to end up sitting home during quarantine doing nothing and just watching Netflix all day. And then once it's over in two or four or six months, whatever it is, you're going to be significantly far behind. And, and that's when it's going to be even harder to get to the gym then. I mean, this is why 
so much of my inner circle is like we have a tremendous amount of body weight stuff. It's why we're so much encouraging people to stay in there and to join if they haven't already, but to stay in and be a part of the community and do the workouts because at, at least for right now, you can keep the momentum rolling. If nothing else, momentum is a huge thing to consider with all of this. If you're staying at home and you're not carving out time to exercise, Let's say even if you're exercising, let's just say worst case scenario, you're exercising and you're still losing progress. At least you're still exercising. At least you're still doing something and you're st it's still part of your schedule. If you stop, your results will radically go further and further and further away. You'll, you'll decrease dramatically faster. And then getting back into the habit is brutal. Like at the very least, keep momentum rolling. Yeah. And I think that people who are like, well, I can't do – the work, like my old powerlifting or the things I want to do at the gym, like I'm not going to do anything. It's like, well, you know, then you're not that big and bad, you know, like you're just quitting basically. Like, what are you going to do? Like you claim to be a big bad. I could squat 500, 600, but then when that's taken away from you, you're just going to sit at your house. Like you're not that bad, you know, like you think <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's kind of true. And I think that some people are tough on themselves too, that where it's like, you know what, like the best I could do today was a 30 minute walk, you know, obviously keeping social distancing and the whole nine yards. But, you know, you don't don't be mean to yourself if that's all you can do. Like, did you do 30 minutes of walk uh, back before? Like, did you get outside for 30 minutes? Probably not. You know, you're inside at work all day. So you're getting extra vitamin D from the sun. You're getting outside. You're breathing fresh air. You're breathing out of your nose. You're doing that 30 minute walk. That's really good. You know, I think that's a really good start for a lot of people. A hundred percent agree. Absolutely, man. And help you not face like getting depressed and in, you know, and like I and people like and I your friends are going to text you like this is so depressing. I hate being inside like I hate I, I'm cooped up in here. This is ridiculous. So I'm like, OK, well, you're just making things worse because, you know, how many like you yoga workouts on YouTube, how many and like everybody and their brother is putting out free workouts at home on Instagram right now. Like that's the hottest thing. And they're not, they're not super hard. They only take a half hour, like, you know, and you, you have the equipment. You just need to be, you know, strategic about it. Dude, I, it's so funny. I'm sending free home bodyweight workouts to my text community every day. Um, I'll put the, the number to that if anyone wants to, if everyone, anyone listening wants to join, but literally sending home workouts to thousands and thousands of people every day via text. And people are sending me videos back of themselves doing it and being like, holy crap, I did not realize home workouts could be so hard. Sort of like what you were talking about in terms of like how, how crazy it is, how difficult and the intensity with which you can approach a home workout. It's, uh, it's I actually I really like seeing this. Um, it's it's almost funny because in the fitness industry before all this happened, home workouts, bodyweight workouts, they were never really the thing people wanted to see. They always wanted to see like the the cooler exercise, the fancier exercise, the thing with the special equipment, whatever it is. But now people are really it's it's really people are going back to their roots like you only have your body weight. And if you're lucky, you have equipment at home. I mean, I have, I literally, I live in a tiny New York apartment. I've been very blessed in that, like literally right across the street is the gym that I go to. But as a result, I have zero equipment in my apartment. So literally full on body weight. And it's actually, it's really cool to go back to my roots and go back to just body weight training and to push myself with, uh, with only what I have available to me. I think it's really fun. And I think like even already this week, 
my lower back already feels better. My mo like because I'm bet. doing more yeah. mobility, doing more yoga. Like I feel more mobile. My hips feel better. Like, and I think like I, that has probably something to do with it. You know, absolutely. And I think I think that <clears throat> it's le- it's like less harder on the joints. It's less. It gets you out of your rhythm. You know, and I think if you can figure out how to really sort of master body weight movements, get yourself you know, growing strength wise, imagine what you can do when you're back in the gym. Exactly. Oh, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. Um, is there, did you have any questions for me or, or is there anything that anything I could help you with? Um, I think, I mean, I kind of figured it out. I mean, you, you don't need to worry about your weight. Your weight is going to stay where you're at. You're getting your workouts in. You're, you're not making, you're not making excuses. Like I'm depressed. Let me eat ice cream this afternoon. Like you'll everyone will be fine out there you just need to do your workouts during the day eat normally eat like you normally do and you'll be just fine you know you you don't need to go to a gym and crush yourself with huge heavy weight to stay where your weight is i tested it this week you do your at-home workouts you sweat a lot you'll be just fine (laughs) you know it's interesting i think i i hope what's happening right now is from a fitness perspective is people are really starting to pay attention more to their health as opposed to only their weight and and anyone who's followed my content for any period of time any meaningful period of time knows like i'm a big proponent of tracking your weight uh for many 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 reasons I i have a lot of content on that but i think what's more important than tracking your weight is paying specific and deliberate attention to your health. And, and I see a lot of this switching in the industry, like right now more than ever, is posting things that are going to help people be healthier. I see a lot less content around fat loss right now and a lot more content around exercise, eating well, portion control, good mindset. And this is really what people have needed all along. It will actually be very interesting to see the content switch and the focus shift right now and to see if that carries over once all this is said and done. And I think like, and I've noticed with myself, I usually would sleep like six hours, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 45. Now I'm doing like seven thirty, seven forty-five, and it's been night and day difference. And it, it's when you're at home, when you're at home, you can easily drink your gallon of water because the bathroom's right there. You're golden. You know, you know, I think those two differences, big difference. Absolutely. You know, what's interesting? I was just talking about this with my buddy Mike recently. Um, we've been talking about how sometimes when you're like going crazy and working like nonstop, it's so easy for time to go by very quickly. Like you just look at the clock and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, it's already the end of the day. Or um, even like months, like, oh, my God, it's already near the end of March. It's like. How is it already almost a quarter of the way through 2020 when things and things seem to go by so quickly that way? But there are some times in life when time goes by very, very slowly. And oftentimes I think times that go by slowly are the times, number one, maybe when you're bored, but also times go by slowly when you're very focused on the present moment. And I think when people talk about time going by slowly, it's often a negative connotation. But in this sense, when you're really focusing on the present moment, it's actually it's a, it's a very positive connotation. It's it's amazing to be able to really only be 
be focused on the people who are directly in your life, family, friends, the people who really matter the most. Um, I think sometimes being on social media, being online, being on the internet, consuming all this content, it can make life speed up and we almost lose time. It's the same amount of time, but it, we per, it, on a perceived level, like lose it because it goes by so quickly. But now taking these seconds that last longer, these minutes and hours and days that last longer and really cherishing them and, and focusing on them and seeing what we can do to improve within them, I think in some cases is a blessing. And I think that like, especially with Instagram and Twitter, like say, let's just say I'm into really into bodybuilding you can get really siloed into that. Like you'll follow all these bodybuilders on your discovery page. It'll be all these different exercises from bodybuilders and what people eat and what. And so like you get super, super into it and you don't look at other things. Now, now you have more time during the day. Generally, like you, you, people can look at more things than just in your like little niche because you can only spend so many time, so much time looking at what you exactly want to see. So I think this is going to be a good time for people, especially in fitness to like look across the board, you know, to look at other people's workouts, like to do things you never do. Like I did, um, and I've never done them. I did, you know, like you, I, I think you probably know like what a sit through is yep. like you're on all. Oh yeah. You do 25 of those each side, <laughs> you'll be, I mean, you're done. Like it's it, people like I, I look at that and be like, this is weird. Like I never would do that at the gym because people are going to look at me weird, but I'm doing it, <laughs> but I'm doing it at my house, you know, because nobody's looking, but I'm like, holy hell, like I'm sweating a ton. Yeah. And I love it. It's, it's literally just a very simple looking not not in practice. I mean, some people can make it look way easier than it actually is, but it's a very simple and effective body weight drill that, you know, maybe I'll make a video on that tomorrow. It's a really good idea. I love that movement. And and actually, if you do it properly and you get enough volume in, it can really make your abs sore as hell. Um, but listen, James, I want to say thank you for coming on and talking. And, and in in addition to all the, the great insight you had and, and the great discussion, I think really what I want to thank you for is having such a positive outlook during this time. Uh, I'm sure you've seen there's, I mean, it's very easy to have a very negative, scared, anxious, pessimistic outlook right now. And I think we all have some of that within us no matter what. But um, I think what all of us need is some optimism and some, some positivity and encouragement and this conversation was very uplifting and I appreciate you having such a great outlook and great insight with all of this. And thank you so much, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I was just wrapping up. I just told my friend, Patrick Wilson gains by Pat. He, the, he followed, he is an online trainer and he literally only looks at your content. And I told him, I, I love following Jordan Instagram because of his positivity and he's one of the most genuine people out there. That's super nice. Please tell him I say hello, and I really appreciate that. Will do. Thank you, man. Have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon, all right? You too. Bye. Bye-bye. That wraps it up for this episode of the Jordan Syatt Mini Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it helpful. If you did, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. They've been helping a lot. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to let me know. You can leave questions in the review box on iTunes as well.